are listening to Legacy Moments, where we have authentic conversations about life, business, and so much more. I am Dr. Patrice Berry, and I am joined by my co-host and mom, Johnny Lloyd. Together, we combine my years of psychological training with her years of business and leadership experience to add value to your day. We are super excited to talk about imposter syndrome, and I would like to thank everyone for being patient. Last week, we were supposed to have this conversation. Life happens. My son was sick, and so we recorded something that was actually pre-recorded. We were able to release something that was already pre-recorded. Um, but today, we are going to dive into that topic of imposter syndrome. And we have been avoiding having this conversation for the last week, because once we talk about something, sometimes the second conversation isn't nearly as good. And so have you ever experienced imposter syndrome? Absolutely. (laughs) Because when, for an example, I've experienced it a lot, not just absolutely, but a lot. Anytime I got promoted to another job, I felt like, I got hired, but could I do it? You know, so I was questioning my capability and capacity. Even though I knew I had it, it was this thing like, how do I perform? How do, you know, because I have that, had that superwoman concept and moving forward and wanting to make sure it was all perfect. So I have. What about you? Yes. And what you said actually dives right into the different types of imposter syndrome, because there are actually five different types. There is the perfectionist, the person that believes if it's not 100%, if it's anything less than 100, that they have failed. There's also the expert. And that's the person that thinks that they should already know it, that they shouldn't have to read about it, research it, because even so on TikTok or in session with a client, they may say or they may say or ask something that I don't know. And I have to look at it. I have to research it. But there are people that feel that they have to always be the expert. And that can actually be a form of imposter syndrome. The soloist, the person that thinks that in order for them to truly be competent, in order for them to truly be good at what they're doing, that they have to do it all themselves. And that they shouldn't need any help from anybody else, which leads right into the one that you brought up, the superwoman, where if I was really competent, I should be able to do it all. I should be able to raise a child all by myself and work 60 hours a week and, and, and that the person should be able to do all these things all by themselves. And we all need help sometimes. And the last one is the great mind, judging themselves on like, they should be able to do it quickly and easily. That if it, if it takes any effort, not like real effort, but like if it's, if it gets to be too hard, that then they start to question their ability. For me, imposter syndrome really first started to show up really within high school of feeling like I wasn't good enough. I wasn't really competent. Was I really smart enough? Everybody else was so much smarter. We moved from Germany to Virginia. And with that that transition, um, there was a big change in school. And so being able to 
adjust to that was a little bit difficult. And then it came up again in college. It came up again in grad school. It came up when I started working as a professional. It's like, wow, I really am Dr. Barry. Like, wait a minute, y'all trust me? Y'all trust me to be Dr. Barry? And so being able to walk professionally, and that's where learning to I know what I know, and then I don't know what I don't know. So just being able to accept that I don't have to do everything. I don't have to know everything and that it's okay to ask for help. Those were things that really helped me. The thing that I hear us both saying that, and and maybe the viewers are thinking is in the midst of transition, a lot of times that's when the imposter syndrome will really come in. And I think, Patrice, and you can address this a little bit more, is it based on automatic negative thoughts? Is it based on something that's triggering in our head? Because let us let me step back for a minute. There are some people that are imposters, okay? Okay, let's just talk about that. Let's just talk about the obvious. There are some people that are imposters. I mean, it's not a syndrome. It's a real thing, okay? They're pretending to be something that they're absolutely not. You know, because there are people that come in and they're um, the fraud and all of that. They're pretending to be something that they're not. Okay, so that's not a syndrome. I want to separate the two of those. Okay, I don't want you to look at somebody and say, well, they lied 50 times and all that. No, no, no. They're an imposter for real. They lie. Then you have the person that, that, like I was talking about, the automatic negative thoughts. I have the capacity. I have the capability. I already had the job. I had already proven. So that's a thought in my head. That's a syndrome. And I think uh, those things should be defined. Now, Patrice started laughing. Y'all can't, see, well, some people can see it. But she said, uh-oh, she's on a rant. No, because I need us to know that when we don't know what we don't know, right? Or we, we can gather information. There's nothing wrong with that. Not being everything to everybody. There's nothing wrong with that. There's, you know, me not being a superwoman and me being able to uh, uh, jump in with my superwoman cape and change my cape out and be the, the perfect mom or the perfect wife and the perfect daughter and the perfect, perfect, perfect. Whoa. So all of that. So this is what I, one of the things that I have learned through this is that I have learned more about me. And by learning more about me, this is one of the tips, by learning more about me, I have been able to calm down that automatic negative thought because there is what I'm hearing and then there is the truth. I so, like that because what often happens, and somebody even said it on, on TikTok, is feeling like it was lucky. I got the job because of luck. And what people do is they externalize success and then internalize failure. So I was lucky for getting the job, but if I miss a deadline, it's because I never deserved the job in the first place. And then it ends up snowballing and catastrophizing. Like it ends up being this really big thing. And it was like, wait a minute, maybe instead of just learning from it, like, oh, okay, so I missed this deadline, or we didn't reach the numbers that we wanted, and then this is how we can move forward. So having that, and not that there's something inept, a wrong, that there's something wrong with me. It's like, okay, wait a minute, maybe I need to train my team. Maybe what I need to do is I need to approach it differently next time. 
Um, I see a lot of this with kids in school. I see a lot of it with professionals and she's right. And so, cause she, she, she went there y'all, we said authentic and she was like, some people don't deserve the job, but so favor ain't fair. And some people end up in positions, some people end up in situations and if they can still get the position and rock it, I'm not, I'm not. The key is rock it. If you can get the position and rock it, I'm not, favor is not fair. There are some opportunities and people call luck. What I call luck for me in my life has been when opportunity has met preparation. Now, if you happen to walk in something and you say you got lucky, then it's your responsibility as a human to go back in and figure out what you need to know or gather people that are smarter than you in the room as you grow. What? Okay, she's excited. Yes. <laughs> and not being intimidated by yeah, it. Yeah, could we not? So if I am, I do not like being the smartest person in the room all the time. And TikTok can be a little intimidating because there are some phenomenal creators. Good morning, Robert. There are some phenomenal creators on TikTok. And I love connecting with them. And their shine does not reduce mine. So the fact that they are great, that does not make me any less great. Like they are rocking their area. And I was able to get some feedback back when I had about 5,000 followers or so. I was able to get some feedback from somebody else that was in my field. And she was honest. So she was like, you know what? You're, you're, you're too random. You need to do more <laughs> mental health stuff. <laughs> like you got, oh, your stuff is a little all over the place. And I was like, oh, okay. Now I'm still going to be a little random because that just makes me happy. But I needed to really embrace my lane. And I think that's what happens with imposter syndrome is you end up trying to run somebody else's race. You're competing with Sally at the water cooler and you're competing with this person and that person instead of doing what you do and do it well. And that's wonderful. This is what I'm out. This is one of the things I would like you to think about. If you are, if you've done the work, it's easy to sit at the table and eat. If you've never done the work and you sit at the table with an empty plate and you think you're in the house by yourself and you're sitting there with an empty plate at the table and you're saying, I'm going to eat, that's a that's an issue because nobody's in the room to cook for you. You see what I'm saying? So this is the key. If you're not ready and you have an opportunity, then be the best you can be at the moment. And again, get people to help you. What I have found as an executive leader is that most, some leaders have some issues in their tissue that they put on the entire, everybody in the organization because they are dealing with the soloist. They believe the only way is their way and they won't listen to anybody. Patricia's so excited. She's going to have to be excited for just another second. Then they want to be the expert because, you know, they're the one at the top. However, one of the smartest things executives can do, the one of the smartest things that you can do is if you find someone that's really doing something like Patrice said for TikTok, when you find someone who's really at a different level, not being the smartest person in the room causes you to be quiet for a minute and hear what people are saying. And remember, they're not telling you that you're not good. 
They're telling you how to be better. And then take what's yours. It's a, it's a table, right? It's a smorgasbord. Uh, eat what belong to you and what don't belong to you. If you're allergic to something, don't eat it. <laughs> Just be smart about it, okay? So once again, this is my mom. And I was raised with these types of conversations all of my life. And it's hilarious because she gets to hear me talk to my three-year-old the exact same way where yesterday we're sitting here talking about you know resilience and building legacy and so one of the things that she taught me is you always want to work yourself out of a job so i shouldn't be the only one at the at the place that knows how to do the job because there are people that are insecure leaders like that's what when you were saying that i was thinking an insecure leader that won't let anybody else shine because they're nervous that oh if they realize that so and so can do this that maybe they will replace me right. so i worked for an agency for 10 almost 11 years and I was able to rock my space and my team. So there were people that ended up starting their own practices, like whatever I knew I was willing to share with, with my team. And I was able to pour back into them and really help build and develop them. And that made them better. So first of all, they did their, their jobs better, which helped me. And, um, and I wasn't the type of leader that had to micromanage. I cannot be around. So when I was working for somebody else, if it was somebody that I have to, if, if I have to call you to check in on the color of paper, or like if I have to call you on little things, I just, I, I can't do that. That's painful. So painful. And, but there are some people that won't let other people shine and it's because of their insecurity. And that is for that leader to address that insecurity on their own. And I think imposter syndrome. So there are spaces, there are people that feel very confident in how they look. They feel very confident about their cooking. They may be confident in these other areas, but then professionally they may think, I'm not good enough. And, and the thinking I'm not good enough, it doesn't acknowledge where you are. So we all have room to grow. I'm excited to do at least two trainings before the end of the year to learn some different techniques that I'm not currently using. And so growth, that'll help me become a better clinician to the people that I work with. And looking at it as growth, instead of looking at it as a deficit. And if you truly do have a deficit, connecting with people to be able to address that. Yeah. The key with it is, is not determining if you have a deficit or how amazing you are based on other people's opinion. When you do that, you give them the power and that can impact what you think about yourself and, and cause the imposter syndrome to just like, whoa, because as soon as their thought process changes on you, guess what? You feel like you're in the space of lack. So Patrice wants to say something. <laughs> well, I was thinking that some people live for the applause of others, but they never applaud themselves. Whoa. They never celebrate themselves. And... I've encouraged people that I've worked with, if they get a promotion, if they, so some people just move from success to success to success, and they're never satisfied. They never stop 
and enjoy the moment that they're in. And so I think mindfulness, because sometimes we can be so future focused and I am naturally future focused. I like looking forward. I, I struggle more with being in the moment, which is why I have to practice mindfulness. So a lot of the videos and the things that I talk about online, these are things that I actually practice. And the, the wonderful thing about a futurist, which I am, you know, I guess DNA works. So I am a futurist. However, I like I love what you said because you don't want to, okay, so we're going to talk about being anchored, right? When you feel like you have an anchor in a space and you're a futurist, that means you're, you're tossing it out into the future, right? And then the boat is going to come to that space, right? So- Enjoy the moment, lift up your anchor and enjoy the moment. Enjoy the moment. The present is the gift. Your present is a gift. I have been the person she just described because I was on a, I was on a goal and the road was, what's the top? That's the way I, you know, my brain is like that. My brain says, okay, what's the top? what's the top position? What's the top, whatever. Okay. I'm going to be the best of the best. What in the world? But then sometimes people put their happiness on hold and they're like, I'm not going to be happy. I'm not going to let myself enjoy it until I'm at the top. And that's not healthy because this is the thing. If men especially go for clapping, you know, cause they want cheering because their mama cheered for them. I mean, come on. Their mama, Oh, you know, they cheered for him. Then you have um, us even, you know, where we want cheering. But the first, listen, stand in front of the mirror and clap for yourself. Cheer for yourself. If you can't cheer for you, then typically you won't accept it when other people cheer for you. You'll sit there and you'll say, oh, that's, you know, and then, act, you know, like that. Accept it. Yes. Thank you. That's That's the answer. Yes. Thank you. And to not feel like you have to give a compliment back. So that's a big thing that I do because I always, I struggled with my self-esteem in middle and high school, a little bit into college. And I, if somebody complimented something about me, I felt like I had to scan them real quick to give them an honest compliment. So if I really didn't like their outfit, I'd be like, ooh, I, I love those shoes. Ooh, you did your hair. She learned that from me. <laughs> she learned that from me. Because people don't ask me. Don't ask me. As you go to Mama J, don't, if you go to your manager, I'm telling you, don't ask me a question if you don't want to know the truth. Because I think what happens is, okay, so then we have truth coming from another person, but is it your truth? Remember when Patrice was talking about be in your lane? And, and this is the interesting thing about your lane is do you know that there's a light on your lane? You have a light on your lane. You don't have to say, you know, I need to get over here because that's where the light is. No, 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 no. You can be right in your lane and, and enjoy the light on your lane. And what I'll tell you is this, is enjoy the journey. Enjoy the ups, the down. If you got to fall, fall forward. Don't fall back, fall forward. And falling, at least you can crawl. And falling back would be stopping. So falling back isn't making a mistake. No. Falling right. back is stopping because we, we all fall. Okay. And, but my point is falling is natural. We, we accept it when children fall, right? We, we don't say the first time little 
your child or any child falls, you don't say, okay, well, you can never do that again. Now you're never going to walk because, you know, I'm not going to let you try it again because you fail. No, we encourage them. So encourage yourself. And if you're in a space that you don't have people encouraging you, honestly, authentically, then you need to get some more people in a space. Patrice thought I was going to say something else. Y'all can't see her. So anyway. Because she knows who I am. So anyway, so you need to get some more people in this space. But more than anything, you need to trigger what's in your head. Know who you are. Know whose you are. And then encourage yourself. There will be some things that happen in all of our lives. There will be some times that uh, we're walking and we can't even see our own shadow. However, during that time, keep walking. Because the sun, the light is shining. You just need to keep on walking and then you'll see your shadow. Because it makes a difference when you can see the brilliance in you, the possibilities in you. All of those things matter. Be your best you and be consistent. I love that. And recently on TikTok, I saw a phenomenal video that talked about affirmations instead of affirmations. Because some for some people, they can't believe to say, I am smart. Some people are like, nope, I can't even say that. I can't, I won't even go there. I cannot, I have no space to even say, I am smart or I am beautiful. I am worthy. And so the person said, just add, what if? What if I'm smart? What if I'm capable? What if I belong here? Because that just changes your brain to look for the pieces that match it. Instead of I am, where you're automatically like, no, I'm not. <laughs> you're automatically arguing with it to say, to get curious and say, what if? Now, let's talk about the power of that. When uh, she mentioned it, when Dr. Berry mentioned it to me, I thought, wait a minute. Because she has a book on I am affirmation. Yeah. A whole book. Okay. There's power in the word I am. I mean, can we just talk about that? There's power in the word I am. However, when I listen, and this is important, okay, it's really important. When you listen, step back for a minute, and because we see things through our own lens, right? So I'm looking at, oh, no, 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 I know, I did the research, I know what I am, <laughs> you know, I know all this, right? And I step back for a minute, and I said, however, if someone says, I am rich, and their brain and their their subconscious mind says, no, you're not, <laughs> then it's not going to help them. So they say, what if I am? And then the brain says, hmm. it starts searching for like, what if? What if I am? <laughs> it opens your brain to accept the possibility of being. But, but listen to what it says. What if I am? I had to hear the I am. I had to hear it. I'm just telling you, I had to hear the I am. You know what I'm saying? So it tricks your brain, which is your subconscious mind, that is dealing with belief systems that you that you have wrapped your life around. And it, then it triggers it and says, well, what if? So it opens the crack in transformational development to the place of you being able to embrace the possibility that you can be. 
So that is the key. And finally, I mean, cause I was on the phone with her. So I'm, I'm, I'm real y'all. I was like, what in the world? And so we got to it. We, I walked myself through it and then I accepted it. Do you know why? Because it's not really about me. It's about other people. Because I am affirmations work for me. I'm telling you, they work. They work for me. But I have worked with people that when I said, make a list of affirmations, they never made that list (laughs) because they couldn't even write it down. They couldn't even look at it. They couldn't even conceive it. And and so, um, and I'll have to link the person if I can find, because I think I saved the video. I probably um, need to do it. It was, yeah. it was phenomenal. Yes. I think you should definitely do it. I need one. to do it that one. And, and so let's talk about it for just another second. There, when it comes to imposter syndrome, uh, part of what we have talked about before is we've talked about uh, genius. We've talked about relationships. We've talked about habit. We've talked about um you know, our feelings and stuff like that. We've talked about so many things, but however, when it comes to imposter syndrome, that is the space that can allow you to open the door for self-sabotage. Open the door for it. And let me tell you why. We're going to talk about self-sabotage. We've talked about self-sabotage last week. week. So self-sabotage, go back and listen to that one. This is the deal with it. It's you sabotaging yourself, but it's because of the mind. It's because of things you thought. Because imposter syndrome can cause a person to not even show up, to say, if they're in the perfectionist mindset, I'm not even going to submit it until it's 100% perfect. And it's like, no, like, please like submit good enough. Because your standard is like, because 98 98, I will love because we have a deadline. 98 is is amazing. Yeah. I turned in something. That was a great example. I turned in something and um, I was, it's for a fellowship. It's for a really amazing fellowship that would just life transform. It's something that I've been praying for. It's been on my board for years that I'm, I mean, it's at a different level of it, you know? And so I said, you know, uh uh-uh. Almost at the end, I was like, nah, this idea, nah, I'm not going to do it. And then something triggered in me because we were working on imposter syndrome. I said, it's not about me. It's when, remember, luck is when opportunity meets preparation. You are prepared for your next step. And if, if, or when, let's say when, when you step into a space and you find out that you are not the smartest person in the room, because this is one of those spaces that like, whoa, what in the world? Then sit back. You don't have to prove to people you're smart. You already made it to the space. You're already sitting at the table. Do an appetizer first. Drink water first. (laughs) Be quiet first. And listen, because it is not a mistake that you're there. There is purpose in you being there. So I'm believing for this fellowship. And and I had to pray over it and all that stuff. And I'm not sure it was perfect, but it was turned in. Because when you don't show up, there's no way that you can win. I think it they say thing. you make, you miss 100% of the shots you never take. That is uh, Wayne Gretzky. Gretzky know. or something. Is cocky players to that. You do. And that's the key. And so... I love that we're talking about this. And remember that imposter syndrome is a feeling, right? Is it connects to a feeling or is it 
So it's really a mindset. I think of it as a mentality and it's not an official diagnosis. So you can't go. And so that's why sometimes there are coaches that will work on it. But if there is deeper negative life events, or if there are some deeper things going on, that's a part of the imposter syndrome, then often working with a therapist can, can be helpful. Sometimes working with a coach, but you want to see what experience they have, what training they have, because anybody can call themselves a coach. I would want to see what techniques they use and just ask some questions before before I signed up. Yeah, Patrice is about to drop a book really, really soon. And I'm, of course, because I'm Mama Tani and I'm her mama for real, for real, I have been going through it and I find that the resources that she has provided in this amazing book are going to be off the chain because she talks about those things. She lifts up, these are the questions you should ask, all of those things. So this is what I'm going to say. And I know that as we come to uh, wrapping some of this up, I'm going to give a couple, one, one tip. Be aware of who you are. Identify who you are first, right? Identify where you are and don't be afraid. And anytime you think of something that will connect to you feeling like you're an imposter, a feeling like you're an imposter, then address it. Is it true? You know, is it something you're thinking of? And then number, and the last one I'll give is this. If you're in a space and you got in there, and I'll go back to the word that we use on TikTok, luck or some miracle happened, you got in, do what you can do. Do what you can do to then give all that you can do what you can do and grow in that space be a life learner and look up information i'm telling you google is like google crazy i mean really but be careful who you follow on what you do on google remember the first top of it is normally they're paid sponsored. to be up there they're sponsored ads so you might want to go to page two <laughs> and see what their supporting documentation is is what patrice said their their, their facts is it fact-based so do that and, and just rock it, rock your space, rock your lane, because you are the only one that can run the best race in your lane. My last tip that I will give as we close out. So we are going to take a mid-season break right after this, and we will be back the first Thursday in September and excited about taking this break. And that is what I will say. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to take some rest because you can't do it all. Let's just accept that, embrace it. You cannot do it all and that's okay because we're not alone. We have other people, we have other supports. And so we can be interdependent instead of codependent. Codependence is where I'm over-functioning in your life and under-functioning in my life. Uh, in de- um, dependent is where I'm not, like I'm just relying on you to do everything for me. And then interdependence is where we are, it's a give and take. It is a balanced relationship. And so being able to have that, I think that is very helpful. Within my business, I'm I love that my my mom is doing my accounting, my uncle does my website, and these are people that are trained and competent in doing these things. Amen. <laughs> and then- <laughs> Don't hire people in your family that are not, I mean, no, or anybody else that's not. 
And then even for the book, being able to hire an, an editor. So I'm really excited about all those things. More information, follow me on social media to be able to hear about the book launch. It will be launched on July 24th. So excited. Uh, Pre-sales, I believe are going to open around July 12th or so. Um, I will see. And But just super excited. Um, and yeah, do you have any final words or did you already give yours? I, you know, uh, just stay connected. Uh, I am Mama Johnny on TikTok. Um, and um, if you have questions or anything, we'll address that because we care about you. This step away is just proof that what we're saying is authentic. Because remember, we talked about imbalance. We talked about balance. We talked about all those things. So enjoy your time as we step away. Make sure that you feed you. Okay, so that's that's all I have to say. And it's always a privilege and an honor to be with her, not just because she's my daughter, but because she's absolutely amazing. Thank you. And she licks her tongue out at me. (laughs) And she's absolutely my child, for real. Okay. And the last thing that I will say is we will continue to record live because we are going to pre-record some episodes that will be dropped later because right now episodes are being dropped live. So follow me over on TikTok and then you'll be able to see those live recordings. Thank you so much for listening and we hope you enjoy the rest of your week and enjoy this little summer break.